What's up, guys? Welcome to the 20U podcast. My name is Benjamin, and I'm one of the founders of 20U. Today, we have a special guest, one of my dearly beloved friends, my brother Kaden. Kaden, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I've been kind of, well, not gonna lie, dude, I've been kind of sick this week. I've been like with some infection in my freaking stomach. Like, I've been throwing out like, all, like three days in a row, dude. I'm getting surgery on my knee and my foot, so I'm kind of like, struggling with that but actually i want to talk about that but we're going to talk about it later on because i think it's going to be related to our topic today but guys so you guys can get to know kaden a little bit i met kaden last year mm -hmm. he's from arizona gilbert that's right yeah right? okay gilbert uh, i met him in it was like may june april something like that probably may i think and yeah from that point we just like we we're friends for a few months and then you left for to vegas yeah to like a few conferences and stuff and then you went back to arizona i think yeah that's there? right yeah okay. and then i saw this guy at the gym like a few weeks ago and i could not recognize him at all because this guy when i met him he was 350 pounds so he was a huge dude <laughs> you know a little chubby guy so when i met him like i mean when i saw him like a few weeks ago like I, I can't see very well if I'm not wearing my glasses as well. So like you were walking and I was like, dude, there's no way that's, that's skating. Like, I was like, no, nah, I can't be dude. Like that guy is way too skinny. And then you like walked again and like we made eye contact and you were like, Ben. And I was like, holy, like, I'm not going to say that. I was like, dude, I cannot believe that's you dude. I was so excited. Like <laughs> you literally made my day that night. It was amazing. Bro. Uh, I'm really glad I saw you. Dude, bro. I'm so glad I saw you too. Like to see you like freak out and just be like, Kaden, oh my gosh, bro, it's you. That made dude, my week. The thing is, you know why I was so happy? It's just to see that you were actually making difference in your life, like a huge difference in your life. And I mean, as we talked before, like starting the podcast, we want to be explicit and show what's going on, like the details and like be specific about it. Yeah. Like struggles and stuff. Cause I think a lot of people can relate to, but dude, I, when I met you, you were not in a good spot. Oh no. You know, just, and so just to see your face and just to look at your eyes and see that like hope, like you're more happy, you're more fulfilled. You're putting more work into your life. Dude, that like literally it's amazing to see like when people make changes like that in your in their lives, it's just like the best gift ever. So that that's what we want to talk about today. Like where were you before? You know, explain a little bit about your life first, so people like can get to know where you're from, like what you like to do and everything. And then let's go to when I met you last year. Okay. So yeah, I'm Caden. I'm uh, from Arizona. Um, yeah, I'm a student at BYU Idaho. I <clears throat> work for a cybersecurity company doing threat hunting. Uh, really cool stuff. It's something I've been interested in forever. This guy's pretty smart. So nah, I press buttons, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So when I met Ben, um, so I guess kind of to preface, right? So I've for the last um, I want to say two years plus, I've been bouncing around. I don't think I've stayed in a state more than three months. Okay. And that's really due to the stuff that we'll be talking about, right? Um in order just to keep myself safe and sane. I Let's just, just talk about right now. No. Okay. Why, why did you jump move into so it? much? So um, I grew up just, just absolutely hating myself, right? I mean, I was always a really big kid. So, I mean, you know, as you said, like 350 pounds. I mean, that's that's pretty okay. decent size. I remember you told me your parents say a lot of stuff to you as well when you were a kid. They did, yeah. You know, it wasn't always like – I mean, it's not like, hey – 
you're fat, but it's more just like <laughs> like really really indirect stuff, and you're like, okay, yeah, did I get it really it. get in you? It, it it really did. Okay. Um, mainly it was one of those things where I had a younger brother, right? This guy is like captain of the football team. You know, he was prom king, and, um, and then there were you. Then there, there was, was me, you know, like he would have, you know, 50 people over every weekend and I'd be, you know, alone and on the Xbox or on the computer doing something. Right. Um, and I didn't really know how to, how to socialize <clears throat> and that really just made me, uh, really hate myself. And you were not a confident person. No, not at all. Um, and I know it's still something I work on, but yeah, um, so to when I uh, met you, I had just moved down from uh, Idaho because um, I just couldn't stand it anymore. You know, Rexburg is a frozen hellscape. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's all right. Uh, beautiful in the summer. But I was just so alone. You know, I would go weeks without talking, like literally like a week or in, two. In Idaho? Or in Idaho. Well, in, then in Utah. Um, but I would go almost a week without talking to people, sometimes more. You know, I would just lament and just, you know, beat myself up about why can't you talk to people? Why can't you break out of your shell? Well, what was the main thing? It was your looks? wasn't just the looks, but... Um, that was a big part of it. That was like, I, I felt that my physical appearance was a manifestation of the inside. Dude, I, I totally agree. I think like every external thing is just a manifestation of what's inside your brain. Like even your body, your relationships, your finances, like mm-hmm. your education, how happy you are, like all those things. It's just a translation of what's inside your brain. Yeah. No. Uh, about your mentality. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Right. Because, um. Yeah, I felt that my um, uh, my appearance, you know, my heavy weight was a manifestation of a lack of discipline, just lack of character in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and whenever I would try to do anything about it, um, there'd be like this little voice in my head, you know, and it would just tell me, hey, you're not, you can't do, you can't fix this, bro. That's so interesting because I feel like I listen to a lot of like personal development stuff. Mm-hmm. And if there's something I've learned that all of, I, I don't know if you like see the cartoons that sometimes they have like an angel and then like a, the devil in each like shoulder, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, talking stuff. I feel like in real life, like it's the same thing. Like once you want to, like when, when you want to do something in your life, like let's say go to the gym, mm-hmm. you have that little demon in your voice. I mean, that voice is like, dude, like, you're tired. Like you can go later. Or like, why would you go? Like, you're already fat. You look ugly. You're not going to change anything. Or like all these excuses. And then the other voice is telling, telling, telling you like, dude, it's healthy for you. Like, go. Like, all this stuff. So you just have to like uh, decide which voice you're going to obey, which voice you're going to listen to. Or which voice have more power in your brain, I think, in your life. No, and I like what you said about power, right? Have you heard the story about the, uh, the analogy of the two wolves inside of you? Uh, not sure, no. So there's an old saying that goes, there are two wolves inside of you. Um, one represents that, which is good. One represents, you know, all the negativity and that's bad. And they're fighting. There's a constant battle between yeah. them. And the one that's going to win is the one that you feed. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 But 
what happened with me is I just fed that dark wolf so much. So you now you recognize that why you were there mentally, it was because of you. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's huge. Well, there's no one else that it could be, right? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, one, obviously, there's a lot of like things and people that influenced, like oh, your parents, for example, when they said stuff like that. But at the end of the day, everybody talks crap. You yeah. know, like everything can affect you. You know, like I don't think there's a person in this world that people like they don't say mean stuff to them. You know, so I think at the end of the day, it's always going to be your decision if you actually listen to them or not. No, ab absolutely. You know, um, yeah. At the end of the day, there's only one person at the helm. Yeah. Of you, and that that's you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, when I met you, uh, uh, I was very dark spot. I spent literally, it's a terrible way to, it wasn't even living. I you spent just like in your apartment. In I was in my apartment <clears throat> on my Xbox, just trying to numb the pain of, I don't even, it's just a combination of a lifetime of living like that. Um, of just self-loathing. I was in absolute hell. Like, um, More than once, I found myself in very dark spots. Like, I uh, suicide was a daily battle. You know, more than once, I found myself, you know, kind of staring down the barrel of a gun, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fun place to be. Do you know what's crazy, kidding? Like, when I, I remember when I met you, I think we met, like, at the hot tub first. And then, because you met one of my friends, I think. Yeah, and then he brought you like he invited you to do some stuff, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I remember one time I saw you, and I was like, this thought came to my my brain it was like, dude, like get that kid's phone number and just go to talk to him, just like talk to him. Do you remember that one time that I went to your apartment and we literally sit down for like freaking two hours and I was just listening to your story and everything, dude? Yeah, I I do remember that. That was that I that meant a ton to me, like. For real, that uh, just out of the like, I would just, I was alone, just hating everything, and out of nowhere, some dude just comes in and just like takes interest in you. You're like this freaking chill in, dude. That's what the heck does you want from me, bro? <laughs> and he's like, he hands me a book, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, here's 75 hard. This is my Bible, dude. You got to get a copy of this book. And you just like start telling me about, and you start exposing me of this new way to live. Um, you know, and it's a way of differently and I just couldn't really comprehend it. But you, at first I, I, I honestly thought like dead serious. I thought you were trying to sell me something for the first little bit. Right. Cause I'm like, nobody talks to me. What the heck? I thought you were going to try you're to like, what do what, what, this guy want? Are you on some money or something? I'm like, this guy's going to get me into an MLM. He's going to try to get me to sell for Amway. I swear. But no, and the more you kept talking to me, the more I realized, no, this dude genuinely cares. Like, this is a genuinely good dude. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, and if there's someone that, you know, can genuinely care and wants to talk to me, you know, I, I can't be just, you know, unlikable, right? Um, and that was one of the moments that, like, really made me question, like, question my perceptions or paradigm shift, you know? Um, so I want to, I want to thank you for that first and foremost. Like you've been, you have no idea how big of a help you've been in my life, but, um, yeah, man. Look, dude, I mean, <clears throat> in, in the last episode, 
Uh, I mean, I just talked about you about it, but I, I share a lot of like personal stuff that I, I've been through in my life that I went through. And I have a lot of like when people listen to me talk, whatever, like I have a lot of people that are like, yeah, but dude, you're really aggressive. Like you're really direct with people. You have to like be more like show more love, show more compassion. And I'm like, dude, I doubt that there's any other person in this room that can show more compassion than me. I might show in different ways on some, and sometimes I don't even talk about the stuff that I do, but it's just that I've been through a lot of freaking crap in my life as well that I realized like when I needed people, nobody came and I've been through a lot of stuff by myself. You know, when you get to a realization that like nobody's coming and you just gotta like, just like suck it up and like, just like I share, I don't know a lot of stuff, but if there's one thing I'm really good at, it's just pushing through. It's just overcoming stuff because I don't have a choice. I literally don't have a choice because I'm not going to give up and I really want to live the life I want. So I just got to like keep going, you know? So thanks to all the stuff that I've been through, I think in my life, I've been able to relate to a lot of people and to have real compassion. Not just like give you a hug and be like, oh, Kate, and he's like, everything's going to be okay. You're, you're perfect the way you are. Like you got to know, dude. I told you, dude, you're not perfect the way you are. Like I, I was pretty, yeah, I gave you a hug and we cried together and all this stuff. But he's yeah. like, dude, you got a lot, a lot of stuff to fix in your life. And I think that's the real way to show compassion to people. Show them how it's done. Show them how to overcome stuff in their lives. Show them how to win in their lives. Show them how to like overcome struggle and the stuff that you're going through. It's not just like, a, like a, oh, you're okay. You're fine. No, dude, you're not okay. You're not fine. You have a lot of work to put in, you know? So I think, well, thank you for like, I'm, I don't want to get emotional, dude, but like, <laughs> I'm so happy for you, dude. I'm so happy I saw you a few weeks ago. And yeah, me too, man. Yeah, dude, let, let's just keep talking about it. You know, let's just keep going, keep going. <laughs> you know, like keep telling your story of like when we met and everything, what happened later on. Yeah. And so, um, Shortly after we met, you know, we only hung out a few times because I, uh, you were gone later on. You left. Yeah. I went and I left. Um, <clears throat> so I guess there was the big thing that I did and, you know, I eventually I got to a spot, right. Where I'm, you know, like you said, I realized nobody's coming, you know, you watch all these movies and you, you hear all these stories about like, you know, when I, when I was, uh, I was down in the dumps and I was in the worst spot of my life. And then, you know, a knight in shining armor came and there was this person that came out of the blue and fixed out all my problems and that didn't happen <laughs> you know and i as i said you know i was there were times i was literally at the staring down a barrel of a gun you know wondering whether or not you know i should go through with that you know literally thank god i didn't but um you know it was in those dark moments i realized you know this is up to me. You know, if I, if I decided to be gone right now, nobody would know, right? Like not for a while, at least there's no one that's going to save me from me. Dude. I think coming to that point in your life, it's a huge thing is I've been through a lot of like moments like that when I, I mean, I've shared a lot, but like when you got to like realize like, dude, nobody's going to help you. Yeah. People might say stuff. People might encourage you. People might even like, I don't know, give you like a, like a startup, whatever, mm. but like literally no one is going to change your life. Yeah. No, like not even God can do that for you. 
you put in the work and then he will bless your efforts. And yeah, sometimes he, he will help us like start and stuff like that. But you, it's always your choice. Like, dude. Okay. So this week for me, dude, like it's been literally hell because I'm a really active guy. Like I have a really disciplined system and every day I like do stuff with a purpose. I try to waste like the less amount of time that I can and be really productive. And so at the end of the day, I can go to bed. And when I'm like thinking about my life, like the things I did, mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, today I won the today I won the day. It was a really good day. I go to bed and I feel good. But since Tuesday, like I got news that I'm getting surgery on my knee and my foot, which I'm not gonna lie, but for some people might be like, oh yes, you surgery. I've been injured since February, sorry, January, since my shoulder. I had surgery on February. And then now I'm getting, it's going to be my third surgery in less than six months. So for me, like the physical aspect is just to like a reflection of my mental side, you know, because I love to do hard things because it helps me to like push myself and stuff like that. So I I was really frustrated. I'm not going to lie. Like it was freaking hard to get those, that news, that Mm -hmm. those news and stuff on Tuesday. Plus I got sick on Tuesday. I started to throw up and then Wednesday I was in bed all day. I was literally watching like movies and not doing anything because I was like dizzy. And I've been like that for three days. And now is the day that I'm I'm doing more stuff, like, you know, reading books, you know, working on some stuff, you know, like doing a podcast. But it's just like, I've been miserable. And I mean, just like, God, like, please help me. And then I realized like, dude, no one is no one's coming. Like, it's just me, dude, you know? Like, I, I also hate depending on people. So he's like, I can feel miserable for like a few days. But then I'm like, the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? If I'm not happy, it's just on me. I can't I can't blame anyone, you know? Not a girlfriend is gonna fix my problems, not a friend, not God, not a leader, not freaking the government, not anyone. So I just gotta like embrace the, the pain, embrace the struggle, like freaking wake up, do the things I'm supposed to do, and just like build the life I want. It's just how it works. You know, you are in control of your freaking life. Yeah. You know, you dictate the outcome in every area of your life. I'm not saying that you're always going to win. No, but like you always have a choice uh, on how you act in your daily life, you know? So let, let's de- let's go deep on it because I know for you, that's that's been a huge learning, like a huge teaching in your life. And I bet that's helped you to like take ownership and like actually make permanent changes in your personal life in every area as well. Yeah. And so that's kind of one of the hardest things that have been is I've always had this like the sense that even if I was doing the right things, that it was never enough, you know, Okay. that um, and that was one of the hardest things. I could be checking all the boxes, you know, I'm going to wake up at six in the morning and then I'm going to go for a run and then I'm going to, you know, read, you know, read books and read scriptures and you do all the right things, but you just feel like it's not enough. I feel you. But in reality, it's far more than enough. Yeah. You know, um, and it's almost like you're putting in the work, but not allowing yourself to reap the rewards. And that's been one of the, like the biggest thing is allowing myself to be able to, I guess, feel good about accomplishments. I think just like being grateful is stuff that you're doing. No, exactly. Yeah. The, the fact just that I even with gratitude, I think the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being grateful for the fact that I'm able to do these things. Right. You know, because there are people out there that they can't wake up and go for a run. Because, dude, if you think about it, dude, I, I can relate to what you're saying because I feel like that. Like sometimes sometimes I get caught up in the things I'm doing 
and there is no one that is more hard in myself than me, mm-hmm. you know? So I really try Absolutely. to, pu- I don't need somebody to push me. I don't need anybody to remind me of this stuff. I do that for myself, you know? So sometimes I'm like, I'm like, dude, freak, I didn't like read this type of book or I didn't work on this thing. And then I'm like really frustrated with myself. But then I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like, what is everyone doing my age? And then I just like, I'm, I'm not saying to like compare with other people, but just like observe what other people are doing. And then I realized that everyone, she's like watching Netflix. She's like hanging out with her friends, just chilling, just like not doing anything. And everybody's like so average. And then I think about my life and I'm like, freak, dude, nobody's actually doing what I'm doing. And then I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? It's not that bad. You know, like I, I need to give, give me like a place for like failure because I'm human. You know, I'm not going to like, I mean, I oh, can't yeah, achieve perfection. Robot, right? You know, I'm not a robot. So sometimes I'm, I got to like take a look at my life and be like, dude, you know what? I'm doing great. You know, I, I can always do better for sure, but like I'm I'm doing way better than yesterday. So that's pretty good for me. You know, there's there's progress, you know. Yeah. So anyway. Sorry to cut you off, but you can keep going. But yeah, so I mean, after I got to a certain spot, right? Um I just kind of decided and you know, just enough is enough. And I think at least for where I was, the easiest way to kind of um work on the inside was to work on the outside. Cause you know, like we said, you know, the, uh, the outside's a manifestation of the inside. Um, so I, uh, it's kind of something that's kind of, it's kind of weird to talk about. No one really, you know, does this or if they do, they don't really talk about it, but I went and I got a, they call it a gastric sleeve surgery. You um, took an extreme decision. No, it was yeah. extreme. You know, it's not the average way of, hey, you just go to the gym and eat less and you lose weight. No, it's uh, I went to Mexico with a wad full of cash and they ripped out 90% of my stomach. Dude, how was the process after that? I bet it was hell. It was. What was the hardest thing? The hardest thing is that for the rest of my life, you know, like... I'm never going to be able to eat and drink at the same time again, just ever. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, although if I try, it'll cause excruciating pain. Like drink water and eat at the same time? Yeah. For real? For real. I have to wait. Like if I drink water, I have to wait at least 15 minutes before I can eat food. <laughs> and if I eat food, I have to wait another <laughs> oh 30 gosh. minutes until okay. I can drink again. Because like. You don't because, have space in your body. Well, I just don't have the space. And so, you know, the water will absorb into food and make it stretch, make it grow and it stretches your stomach. And then that hurts really bad, but it also defeats the point of the surgery. Yeah. But um, I I really can't emphasize enough, like, just kind of what kind of hell that was, you know, because for a while I'm tell I'm just trying, I'm telling myself, oh, you're taking a cheat code, you know, you're, you're skipping going to the gym every day, but no, dude, like it was it was rough like i was on a liquid diet for a month or two um just just imagine not eating anything solid for like 2 months i i would like like it's kill chicken. myself dude. dude. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know if i could like literally it's like chicken bras and protein shakes that's yeah. it you you got it yeah but like you can only drink but what they do is they shrink your stomach down to like 4 ounces and uh yeah so you you're only eating chicken broth and like you know these little protein shakes but you can have like maybe a sip every five minutes and it'll take you a full day like at the beginning to like 
it'll yeah you what what stuff it. did you do differently like mentally so you can like i mean what things like specifically are you doing right now so you can be like not in the place where you were before mentally sorry no 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 absolutely um so i mean first thing is going to the gym i okay, mean you started going to the gym I started going to physical stuff that's pretty good and what i and i uh have to i what what i realized i was doing a lot of the time i was wasting so much time on what i've got, what i guess you call them numbing behaviors right just like not doing anything with your life yeah well wasting not, your whole existence not just that so i'm feeling the hurt you know i'm feeling hurt in some way i'm feeling pain you know pain is just an indicator that something's wrong yeah Rather than addressing whatever it is that's wrong, whether it's a lack of connection, you know, I, I recognize a lack of discipline or there's an actual problem that I need to take care of in life, I'd just numb out, you know. And what I used to do, I used to just eat constantly or I'd, you know, play Xbox or I... Now, how you do, what are you doing instead of doing those things? Well, that's the thing is I'm trying to actually deal with the issue itself. So if I'm feeling, you know just lonely or even incredibly lonely, you know, and I try to solve that problem. You know, I'll, I'll call up a friend, you know, I'll call my, I'll call my parents, you know, and just really try to get that connection or get that piece that's missing. Like do something. You, it, you do something about yeah. it. And sometimes that's really hard because you have these voices that are telling you like, yeah, there's no point in doing that, whatever, you know, no one's going to. So wanna, it's, it's but, still yeah. a daily battle with you. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Still a daily battle. You know, I'm not, you know, cured or fixed by any means, but I'm doing, I, I can see hope. And that's something I never had before. And that's a really weird thing to like, look around and realize like, Hey, I can see a, you know, I can see a path. Hoping what? Hope in life. You know, I see a purpose of living. Oh my gosh. You said it. Oh yeah. guys, he said it. Okay. You know what 20 years stand for? Like what we do. I want you to read this real quick. It says, Find your purpose and live with urgency. All right, kidding. Let, let's go deep on this. This is like right, literally my right. favorite topic. I believe that your purpose, it's freaking everything. Like I think a lot of people nowadays, they're just like going through life, like all the struggles and stuff like that because there's no purpose for them. They don't want to, they don't know what to do with their lives. They don't know like, like, they don't have a GPS or where they're going, you know, like what's a passion that they need to work on. Or like something that they're driven, you know, there's like nothing going on. There's not a why I would keep living, you know, why I would wake up every day. And I think for me, like that literally changed my life in 2020 when I found my purpose. Like why the heck did God send me to the earth today and what he wanted me to do, which is related to helping other people and doing what we're doing, you know, because every day I wake up and then even though if I'm tired or like I go through stuff, I remind myself, like, I remember like, dude, it's not for me. Like there's a greater purpose behind that. You know, I came here for a reason and I tried to work every day so I can achieve those things. So let's talk about that. What about, what sense of purpose did you find in your life? I found that, uh, <clears throat> I guess to put it, you know, plainly, like you said, I'm not here for me, you know, and I don't know exactly what my exact purpose is right now. But you have like general perspective. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm. I'm realizing that there's there's something there. Yeah, you know, it's not just, you know, I uh, what's the term? I used to be just very nihilistic, is the word, 
where you know nihilistic nihilistic you know nihilism it's a belief system where nothing matters we're just dust in the wind you know we're we're born we live we die the okay okay gotcha yeah and it's a really depressing way to live man dude it's awful nihilism is stupid but um there's a lot of our cultures kind of been wired that way we kind of see it in our media you know we're kind of taught to think like that and you know and in that belief system, there's no room for God, like at all, because everything's temporary. Everything, there's nothing permanent. Um, and so really, I guess a purpose for right now is trying to understand, you know, you know, one, who is God? How do I get a relationship with him? And how do I communicate with him so I can further understand why he sent me here? Um, and it's a really interesting thing to see too, because you know, back when I was you know last at, you know last year, you know I'd go to church and stuff, but it was really just a box you check off. Yeah, you know, and I think there might be a lot of people like this. You know, it's just kind of what you do because church will provide a support system as far as like with people and stuff. Uh-huh. But you go and you hear people saying like, "I know this is true," you know, and they list all these experiences, and you're like cool dog but i haven't felt any of that yeah but i think um it's because i had the gospel i was trying to take just life in every way and focus it all on me what i've really realized is that turning it turning my heart outwards towards others um and trying to figure out how i can help other people it allows you to kind of tune into that Oh my gosh, dude. What you just said, it's perfect. Because I think, I don't think, I believe with a passion that all of us on this planet, we have a huge purpose behind. And that purpose, it's related to other people. It's related in a way, in a general aspect, to helping and inspiring other people. Now, you have to find your passion, your niche, and how you're going to do those things. Mm-hmm. Like in, in which area. For me, I'm doing like in business stuff and with my life and everything. And for you, it's going to be different. But, like, I look at you, dude, and I don't know. Like, I'm just wired right now because I've been doing it for so long, just, like, looking at people and just thinking in 5, 10, 15 years, like, just ahead. Like, I see at you. Like, I look at you, and I just think about your story. I just think about, like, how many people you can inspire. I just think how, like, with the decisions you're making, like, what we're talking on the phone, you, you can be a successful story. You can be a successful story for other people. And I think the world needs that. You know, with your life, with the decisions you make, with the person you become, with your career, with like just who you are, you can inspire other people. It's your obligation to do that because like your experiences, everything that you've been through in your life, it's a blessing. Like it or not, like all the hell that you went through, it's a huge blessing because that means you can relate to other people. You can understand. You can show compassion. You can, if you overcome those things, you can show other people how it's done, how you can do those things, you know? You can become a leader. I think you're meant to be a leader as well. So I don't know, dude. I see just like talking to you for what I know you, just to see in your eyes and stuff, like you're meant to do great things. You're meant to inspire people. You're meant through your life to show people what's possible, especially now which the world needs it, which the younger generations, they need it. 
He's like, everybody's just so focused on their own freaking personal lives. What can I get from you? Why can I do it in my life? Like, I, I just want to make money. I just want to like good, look good so I can get more girls. I just want to like have fun, just chill out, hang out with my friends. You know, I just want to like go and travel the freaking world, dude. And I just think like, those are not bad things at all, but they're not, they're not great either. Like, I really feel people that think about those things, they're just wasting their whole existence. Why? Because there's so much more you can give. There's so much more you can become. There's so much more inside of you that you can share with people. I'm not saying those things are bad. No, I would totally do it. It's fine. Like once in a while, not every day. You know, there's way more that you can contribute to this world. So I don't know, dude, I really feel that about you. And when I say things, I really mean it. I'm not just saying it just to say it. I'm saying yeah. it's like, I, I believe it. I believe it to be true. And I don't know, that's, I think a lot of great things are coming into your life. And that's why, like, I was so happy that day. Just like seeing you, like seeing the progress you've made, seeing that, okay, you might be struggling still, but like you're making progress. You know, I think at the end of the day, just looking into your eyes and like seeing that the word that you mentioned, like there's hope for me in my life. And that like literally, like I was like, I literally wrote it on my journal. I called my mom about it and I was I was so, so freaking happy because for me, that's what it's all about. Like I'm not better than anyone. Like I, I have a long way to go and all this, all this stuff. But if I can have a tiny little impact in a person and then seeing their result, like see, seeing their change, like dude, there's nothing in this world that compares to that feeling. And I think you're meant to do stuff like that, bro. I really mean it. No, you just had to find like how you're going to do it. But like, I think that's, you're, you're figuring out, you're discovering it. So, Hey, absolutely. Thanks, man. No, that, that really means a lot, man. So yeah, dude. And what else you want to talk about? Dude? What else you want to share? You know, we got a few minutes into it. So yeah, well, uh, there's a thought that I had on the way over here, Okay. you know, cause I was scrolling through your Instagram stuff, right? And you're liking in all my pictures and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little cyber stalking going on, you know, <laughs> oh, this is good. but, um, I was just kind of, I was kind of thinking about the, uh, the term urgency and, uh, you know, just today I came back from a family vacation and I realized that, you know, my family, they, I, I come from a big family. They all packed up and they got in the car and they went home. <clears throat> And I realized my childhood's over, you know, I'm an adult living in another state. Um, I don't have the time that I once did, Yeah. you know, cause I spent, you know, the last you know few days hanging out with my little brothers and while I was growing up, you know, I was so wrapped up in myself and I was always so busy, 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 or just feeling sad for myself that I could never look outside and be there for my little brothers. And I had a fantastic time this week, but I realized that I need to, you know, feel the urgency of, and kind of recognize what little time I have left. Um, Why do you feel like that? Because I realized that, you know, I'm an adult and I'm out of the house now. You know, I won't be, I can't be with my little brothers or my family every single day. I can't have 
you know, those interactions with them in the same way like anymore. Vacations like all your life, or yeah, or just waking up every day and seeing the seeing those people every single day, right? You got to come back to reality and like build the life you want. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, because you can't you can't be Peter Pan. You can't stay a kid forever. Yeah, but they're gonna be they're gonna do that too. Um, and so they're going to be growing up and going their own separate ways and it's going to be even harder to see them. And I guess what I'm getting at is we need to really just feel the urgency as far as what little time we have left with those that we love and make the most of that. Um, and do everything we can to get outside ourselves and make the time to form those memories and connections. Cause that's the stuff that, you know, when you're on your deathbed as an old man, that that's what you're going to remember. You know, you're not going to remember all the days you went to work, you know, you're not going to remember every email you sent, but you're going to remember that time that, you know, your older brother took you out to ice cream. You know, you're going to remember that time that the quality stuff, just the real quality time. Yeah. You're going to remember your connection with people. And I don't know. That's something that just kind of hit hard. And I'm like, Oh crap, dude. Yeah. I need to do everything that I can just to, you know, make the most of my, you know, my family, the relationship with my family and friends right now. Cause you know, today's not going to happen again. I mean that the moment we just had already passed and yeah, I, you know, I hope you get to get what I'm putting. No, down. dude, I but, yeah. totally get it. I feel like urgency can be like put in every situation in your life. Yeah. Like I think like going back to like helping people, like, I don't know, like having quality conversations with your brother, having quality conversations with your friends, like actually making people better. You know, like if I die today, I'm totally going to remember the conversation we had and then seeing you again. And I think you have to have urgency that there's a lot of people waiting on you. There's a lot of great impact you can have on people's lives that if you don't do it, literally no one will do it for you. Or to them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge thing because in my personal life, I've been able to recognize that, dang, bro, I have a lot of work. I have a lot of stuff I need to do, not only to achieve and stuff, but like there's a lot of people waiting on me. Like there's a lot of people counting on me as well. And I feel that pressure every day. I try to. But when I meet people like you and stuff like that, it's just a reminder of this is what it's all about. This is why I do what I do. This is why I need to like always be disciplined, like always like feel the urgency, like always be focused and stuff like that. So when I find people like you, I can give you, give you 100% and help you in the best possible way and actually help you. I think that's what's all about. You know, and that that's what makes life so happy, so enjoyable, so fulfilling. It's just seeing other people win, seeing other people overcome stuff, seeing that like through your like little actions, little words that you might say, whatever you can, like somebody took him to heart and actually made a difference in their lives, you know? So for you, it's the same way. I think like once you figure it out that all that you can contribute, all the people you can inspire, all the lives and hearts you can touch, like there's a lot of urgency that should be kicked in. I mean, you, you should have a lot of urgency. Because time playing your Xbox, watching TV, it's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything, you know. No, yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, I think that's just 
what's really important is not only just wasting time, you know, playing Xbox, whatever, but we just kind of delve into our daily routines. And we don't take the time just to really look outside and actively listen to those around us. You know, we just kind of get stuck in this rut of day after day. Okay, I clock in, I clock out. Okay, I go home. Then I do it again. But that's not what life's about. I dude, I think our society, I mean, especially our generation, as I again, as I said earlier, it's just that people are so just so selfish and so centered on their own lives that they literally the only thing that they think about is what can I get from you? Mm-hmm. Like what can I get from you? If it's money, sex, time, it's either like I don't know, like I think like it's just like it's wired in everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge mistake and it's like such a miserable way to live you know because I, I used to really like that and when i changed my mindset of what can i get from you to what can i give you how like how can i add value to your life without expecting anything in, in return my life completely changed and i can tell i can say that i'm like a happy person i have my days for sure but i always choose to be happy I choose to have faith. I choose to be disciplined regardless of what's going on in my life, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is whenever I'm, I'm having a down moment or I'm having a, you know, just a bad time, I've started like thinking to myself, okay, where's my focus right now? And every time it's on me, you know, I'm like, oh, boohoo, poor is me. And, you know, sometimes you need, you do need to recognize that, but a lot of the time, just getting outside of yourself, just whatever that may be, is something as simple as a phone call and just thinking of a friend and the first person that comes to mind, just dial them up and say, hey, buddy, I'm thinking about you. It's amazing the power that comes from that and just doing anything you can to be there for other people. Dude, it's crazy. Like for me, every time I go through stuff, God always gives me an opportunity to like reach out to somebody else. Yeah. And that's just the law. Like it or not, it's going to happen. Like for me this week, I just told you, dude, this week it's been so freaking like hard, especially physically and mentally because like I'm not good physically. So it's like I got to push myself more and I get down, whatever. But I just get got the chance to talk to you and listen to your freaking story, which I'm like already hyped up and like I remember like why like it's all worth it and stuff like that and part of my purpose and everything. So it's just like I don't know any other way. I literally don't know any other way to be happy, to be successful in life. I don't know any other way than just reach out to people and like help somebody else. Yeah. I, I don't know any other way. Like I've tried many things in life and nothing is more fulfilling, more enjoyable. It gives you more happiness than adding value to somebody else for free, for freaking free. Yeah. I don't know any other way. I literally don't. So... It's interesting that you brought it up, dude. Yeah, and you know, I guess, you know, one last little thought that I have is uh don't discount the effect that you have on others. You know, you know, back to that phone call analogy. You know, you could just, you know, think that, hey, you know, whatever <clears throat> I'm gonna say to my friend isn't gonna matter. Um but you have no idea. You know, like you when, never know who's watching. Like when you first you started talking to me, right? You had that little thought, hey, go talk to that guy. You could have easily been like, you know, that guy, I mean, why? You know, you could have just brushed that off. Or just like, you know, what what possible 
like what could I have to offer this guy? You know, I, I don't know, but you did. And you all, you've honestly had a huge impact on my life. You know, you're part of the reason I went through and did what I did and changing my life around. Um, you kind of introduced me into a new way of life. It's kind of a path of light as it be, you know, as you could say, but and just never discount the effect that you have. And even if you don't see it, you know, because I didn't see for what, like a full year. And then out of the blue, I just showed up and you're like, Oh my gosh, dude, you're so, you're so different, you know, but yeah, just kind of keeping that, you know, Hey, uh, telling yourself, Hey, I am important to somebody, you know, I can have an effect on other people. What I do matters and what I do with my time matters. And that's kind of why I need to live with that urgency. And dude, what you just said is so important. Cause that's literally the reason why Ned and I started 20 U. cause from personal experience, when no one believed in me, when nobody like saw what I was capable of, God did. And I felt that in my life. And I felt that he saw something in me that I could not see myself. And later on, like, when I figured that out, like, the impact I can have on people, like, in this world and, like, what I'm capable of and, like, my potential, my purpose, like, it changed everything. And we really want to help people. Like, that's what 20 Utah about. It's a brand. Yeah, clothing brand and everything. But, like, we care a lot about individuals because we can see – sometimes we can see something that you might not see in yourself, you know? Sometimes the only thing you need is someone to believe in you. And we want to create that for people. We want to be that for people. Not just like, oh, yeah, we believe in you. Like, you're fine. We're, no, dude. Like, honestly, and like, truly, like, look, in, look at you in the eye, have a conversation, and actually add value to your life. And like, so you know that you can have somebody you can count on. You know, we're, we are a family. We're building a community. That's why we do the podcast. We're planning a huge event, like a public speaking event, just to add value to like the younger generations and like just to everyone, you know, just to give and give and give because like I feel a lot of people need that, especially related to their purpose and like their value and what they're capable of and like what they have to offer to this world, you know? So, no, absolutely, man. You know, I think people, they need to, they don't see, uh, you know, what I call their seeds of greatness. You know, I think it's our job to help people realize yeah. those seeds of greatness. Dude, I'm going to write that down because I think that's so cool. And help them grow, you know, because we all have them in ourselves. And, um, I mean, everyone has yeah, them. Yeah, I totally but, agree. But, yeah, but, you know, it's sometimes it's kind of hard to see a seed. But I think we're pretty good at it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is anyways, true. dude, I'm so glad uh thanks for coming Anytime, i'm really man. grateful for this conversation i'm so excited that people are going to be able to listen to this podcast and learn about your life and what you've been through and what we just talked about and do you want to say your last words and before we finish what do you want to say to people well just um make sure you know f do what you can to find your purpose you know, look for the seeds of greatness within yourself. I love that, dude. And within other people. And do what you can to serve, to get outside of yourself. And you're listening to a guy that we didn't have this conversation before. Like, I'm not telling him what to say or anything. It's just like came through personal experience, came through pain, came through struggle, 
came through tears and he just realized that it's all about helping people. It's all about your purpose. It's all about like, what can you offer to this world? So guys, thank you for listening. We care about you guys. We love you guys. That's why we're, that, that's why we do what we do. And we have a lot of stuff coming up soon and make sure to share this with your friends. Like if you got value from what we're saying, from what we're talking about, Share it with other people. Share it with like your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, cousin, friends, like whatever. Like people that can relate to the topics to the topics we're talking about. So yeah, guys. See you soon. Love you guys. Have urgency. See ya.